0: Thank you for joining with us to our Because of Jesus podcast. This is our second one. Uh, we did our first last week. have a great response of uh, people reaching out. So we thank you for joining with us. Remember to like and su- subscribe to our podcast. Um, you can watch this on our YouTube channel at Palmetto Street Church of God. Also, it's good to have uh, my main man with us, uh, Pastor Russell. So good for you to join us. Glad to be here. Yeah, may you lead us in worship every week. Yes, sir. Um, truly believe that God in his providence placed you with us for such a time as this. No doubt for such a time as this. Um, All that God prepared you for, all that you've gone through. We're going to talk about that a little bit today. Everything is for such a time as this. It truly, the people we have in leadership, I believe, has been chosen by God for yeah. this very moment.
1: Yeah, you agree? I agree. Totally, yeah. 100%.
0: Amen. Well, you do a great job. Yesterday was awesome. Um, tell me something about worship on Sunday. Something that you enjoyed or maybe something that you saw uh, unique or something that God did. Worship was
1: great. Um, we started off with Made Me Glad. Just uh, Nolan, your mm. wife, did an amazing can she? job. Yes, she can. Then we went to... Um, uh, forget the exact name of but move mountains that yeah. um Madeline did. Yeah. And Madeline Bourne, she did a great job. Outstanding. Yep. And then um Mekaway and Tim Ball, we all know what yeah, Tim can do voice. it. But worship was great. I love the way um, our house is um, shifting towards um, participating in worship. Absolutely. And you can just see the anticipation every Sunday morning. So um, I'm really excited about nine and eleven. Yeah,
0: nine yesterday, our our nine o'clock service is growing so fast. But even in worship, the Spirit of God moved in our nine o'clock service, and so if you're watching this you don't have a church home or you have opportunity to come to our nine o'clock service uh, come out be a part of it we're doing yeah. the same songs uh, same sermon but, but God does move in different ways because yeah. of the congregation yeah. each time yeah. yeah,
1: everything's the same um, they marry each other but they don't marry each other
0: I agree that's a good way to put it also too we're in the middle right now of our Esther series we did part three uh, yesterday which really talked a lot about integrity and character and also the providence of God and so yeah. I'd like to share just a little bit and have conversation with you about this because I did a little illustration at the end of the service that kind of uh, we're hearing a lot about. I did it with Ashton and so we'll share that at the end. But if you joined with us last week, we're picking up at Esther 2 and Esther 2 uh, begins to talk about the favor that is upon Esther's life. And then Brother Russell, then it begins to talk about how God strategically placed Mordecai at the gate, mm-hmm. at the gate to overhear a plot that would go against the king to to assassinate the king, that evil king, that yeah. uh, male chauvinistic king, that king that would be opposed to the people of God, mm-hmm. and yet Mordecai then is placed with a choice, do I tell somebody or do I just keep my mouth shut and just let it play out? Mm-hmm. And so there's some integrity and character things there that I want to talk about mm-hmm. today. But before we get there, I think when I was reading Russell with Esther 2, the thing that it brought me back to was the day that I got saved, the week after I got saved, 20, 26, 27 years ago. I didn't understand God like I know him now because I don't. I didn't have the experience with God as I do now. And so what happened back then, Brother Russell, I don't know if it was for you, I was very fearful. My, my fear was not just about heaven or hell. My fear was, can I make it the next Sunday without doing what yeah. I was doing before I got yeah. saved? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Does that make sense?
1: It does. It definitely does.
0: And so that fear was there. And because fear was there, it's because of lack of experience with God. And I would say it caused me to forget who God was, or maybe I didn't know. But when you forget that God is not just trying to to uh, see us fail and do away with us, yeah. but truly he is a good, good father. Yeah. Now, he is full of grace and full of mercy. And so because of fear, I was forgetful not knowing who he was. And that would cause me to force things in my life. Because the, the the unknown is so scary that you're almost trying to push yourself into relationships and situations and things, not realizing that God is trying to lead us and guide us. You know yeah, what I'm saying?
1: Exactly, and it's it's also part of our humanity to yes, uh, the human part of us to um, sometimes just unfortunately we doubt God yes, yes, <laughs> and, and we fear, like you said earlier, about um, just fearing can I get to this next point without screwing up. Yeah, I'm with um, you. But that's that's the most amazing thing about our God and His sovereignty. That's yeah. what you're talking about, is that He's in control, and He knows all. And you're going to get to us. I don't want to get
0: to it too fast. No, 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 no. You when preach you it. Follow Go ahead.
1: His footsteps. Absolutely. Follow Him. It makes everything so much easier. So it
0: does. And if you don't know that early on, and you know, it, you know, we talk about as parenting with us, what we would do with our with our children. If you don't know that about God, then it causes you to doubt. Can I do this? Yeah. Can I make it? Can I be successful in God? You know, does God have a plan for me? So all those fears, you know, you know, Paul told Timothy, God, that give us a spirit of fear, but power, love right. and a sound mind. Sound but you don't know those things back then in the beginning stages of faith. And so that really, really bothered me early on. And, oh, you know, you wish you could do some things over. Oh, yeah. But on the other hand, that's, that makes you who you are, too. Yeah. Is that, right. Yeah. Amen. Well, and, and jumping into Esther here, I see that with Mordecai. Mordecai, first of all, is positioned at the gate, position, place of business, a place of commerce, place of judgment or judges. And Mordecai, this Jewish man in a strange land who raised Esther, somehow God puts him at the right place at the wrong time, right time to overhear a murder plot against the king. So first of all, he's positioned by God. We have to believe that God sets up one king and takes down another, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, we we have to believe that God is in sovereign and in control. It doesn't mean that we're we're not without choice. We are we, we have choice, but you're not going to thwart the plans of God. God yeah. has a plan for us. And so first of all, you see him positioned there. And and by him being positioned there, then we, we see him poised that he has to do what's right or do what's next. If I believe that the church needs anything, and I want you to help me here, I believe we need people to do what's right. Yeah. yeah. According to Scripture. Led by the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I hear. I hear people saying, "I want to shout like we used to," and yeah. I tell them, "Well, well shout." Yeah, if God's been good to you. Shout. Yeah. But what I would like to see is faithfulness and righteousness and holiness and and people that are committed in their relationships and people that have character to say no and say yes and help those that are being done wrong with injustice. You yeah. know.
1: I love what you said yesterday, and you said something in the sermon when you were saying. That, um I, I think I can't remember exactly if it was trials or you said something about trials does not um uh develop character mm. but it reveals it reveals it character and to me that's extremely powerful because I think um a lot of people when we're going through something you really see what we're made Come of on. And, Come on. and also can shine a light on our um lack of spending time in the word with, word of with God it. and Absolutely. Not growing but I agree we're living in a time where we um, compromise so much. And I really do believe that Das was keeping us seeing the things that God said we would see. I'm in, in full agreement. I'm in full so, agreement. I think when, when people really get in position, when we all get in position and really um, give up something for God, I think with our young people and in the generation we're living in today, it's just so easy to not give up something for God. brother, Fasting is... Lacking,
0: which is <laughs> which, some, Esther will do eventually, right? Something yeah. is
1: something of the past, um, but it's not something of the past. That's it's right. Something that we should be doing, but where it's like it's so easy to give into the flesh. Come on. It's so easy to
0: give in. We, we can fool the church, uh, the people, so to speak, for a moment. We can fool people by singing the right song that yeah. moves people emotionally. But you will never fool God. Yeah. Your, you know, I know our righteousness is like filthy rags, but there's still a standard in God yeah. that through him I can be an overcomer. I can defeat the sin of my life through him. You know what through I mean? Him. And, and we, we need to preach that again. Yeah. So you were listening yesterday. I I take you were listening. (laughs) One hundred (laughs) percent. But it does. The crisis reveals who you are on the inside. Anything else you want to add there?
1: No, I just think it's great. I I think that we also have to remember that we have to do it through Christ. Yeah. Um, Too often we try to survive without Christ, and he he never asks us to survive without him. And matter of matter matter of fact, we need him.
0: Absolutely. Uh, I I tell my boys all the time: do the right thing, even if if it's going to get you in trouble. I, I will, I'm your father who loves you, but don't lie to me. Yeah. Do the right thing. When you do the right thing, I said this yesterday, when you do the right thing, it doesn't bring regret. Yeah. Regret is something that you never want to deal with or live with. Mm-hmm. You look back at a moment, you know, I, I should have done this, mm-hmm. or I wish I'd have said that. I wish I would have protected that person. You hear somebody's character being assassinated and you don't step up because you're afraid that you might lose something. Yeah. Or You know, we are were, we we're supposed to be men of God. And so, when you do the right thing, it'll remove regret—not only regret, brother Russell—but it will remove ruin. When you do the right thing, ruin is taken out of it. Meaning that, man, you you sow into sin, you're going to reap the sin. Oh yeah. You sow in the flesh, yeah. you're going to reap the flesh. Yeah. But if you sow in the spirit, the Bible says, "The spirit, you shall reap yeah. as well." Yeah.
1: And yeah. even if there's any young people watching, because um, I grew up in church, um, that's one thing that's PK. yeah. One of the things that's. <laughs> I've learned around 25 is that you don't have to learn the hard way. Come on. A lot of people think, well, you don't have a testimony if you don't go through. My testimony is I didn't have to go through it. Tell (laughs) it, bro. (laughs) Because you obeyed what Jesus said, and you don't have to learn the hard way. Because I love to say that Jesus does not give us boundaries to um, punish us, but to protect us from sin. Tell it. You're preaching, bro. So, we think that Jesus is punishing us because of sin, but he's trying to protect us yes, from it because he's omniscient. He sees all. He knows all. Yes, sir, my so. brother.
0: Yeah, that that is that. And we're going to finish with this in a few moments. But that goes back to him being a good, good father, knowing what's best for us. There you go. So in the beginning, when you're looking out and you're so fearful. We really don't have to be fearful. No, we don't. We have the triune God that abides in us who wants the best for us, who already has a plan for us, if we would yet what but trust him. Trust him. Trust him. I mean, and and then lastly, going back to this, uh, doing what's right will not bring a reproach to your name. And we need that in the body of Christ. Men that have fallen to financial lack of integrity, open borders and boundaries to relationships that are causing great shame. Mm-hmm. We need to teach our young men and our young women that even though we're not perfect, that there are still yeah. some people that are holding on to the hand of God who are not ashamed to be called children of God mm-hmm. and show them there is a better way, especially in the chaos of the present moment of confusion of gender and, and things of that nature. Are you with me?
1: Yeah, and he doesn't require us to be perfect. No. But he does uh, require us to be holy. holy. Yes. And real. And faithful. There you go. A
0: steward must be found faithful. And then lastly, we talked about yesterday with Mordecai. As now as he's at the gate, what it was, he overhears that two of the king's eunuchs, are doorkeepers as well, were set to kill him. So Mordecai tells Esther... Esther now being the queen. Yeah. By the way, they had another banquet. That's the fourth banquet. Wow. The king okay. likes to party, don't they? <laughs> he, <laughs> he does. The party. And so <laughs> now they have a fourth banquet. And, I, and so Esther then tells the king, the king makes an inquiry. Is found to be true. And they hang those two men on the gallows. And what I saw was is that Mordecai is behind Esther. Esther is behind the king. But God is behind all of it. Oh yeah. Come on, somebody. You oh, yeah. I God it. is behind all of it. God it. is my, my provider. Yes, you know, provision. Vision and providence is so tied together, you know, and God's behind all of it. So what you have, you have the king being saved, which in chapter three initially wasn't good, but it will be good. It will be good in time. But what you have there is you have the purpose of God coming to pass. And so in closing, Brother Rose, the last five minutes here, what I saw was when we do right in the small things, the everyday things, the things that every day, by by being faithful to the call of God, being faithful in our finances, being faithful in our marriage, it seems small, but they're not small. As the book of Zachariah said, "Despise not the day of small yeah. things." You remember my favorite story in the Old Testament is Joseph. You remember, you remember Joseph gets this dream. But truly, he didn't understand it. Probably was a little arrogant with it at first. Mm-hmm. And then oh, jo- Joseph goes down to a pit, gets up. And we know the whole story, Joseph. I'm not going to preach it here. But the fact that every time Joseph is choosing righteousness, yeah. remember with the lady that tried to get Joseph to lay with him. Yeah. Joseph leaves his coat, runs out. And eventually goes down now to to a prison cell, oh. but that's where God will raise him up from. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But even though in that moment of integrity, integrity caused him to go down, it was hard, but it will be worth it. Yeah. Later, Joseph, through God's providence and plan, interpreting some dreams, is now placed in charge of over all of Egypt. And who comes? His dream is fulfilled. How? Because his brothers now come needing food. Yeah. So you mean that God knew that back when Joseph was a teenage boy? <laughs> Come on, somebody! Right? Oh
1: yeah, oh yeah.
0: You mean Amen. when God had you in Dillon, South Carolina, in your mama dad's house, while other boys were playing basketball, you always felt a call to the piano? Mm-hmm. You think that's by chance? Not much. As Tony Dr. Tony Evans says, you think that's the by luck? <laughs> He said, we, we are the church people of the lucky rabbit rabbit's foot. Yeah. And then Dr. Evans says, well, he must not have been too lucky because the rabbit lost his foot. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so I agree with that. That wasn't chance, Brother Russell. That was God's divine providence for your life oh, and yeah. God's plan for your life. Oh, yeah. And so you see Joseph later. Now, my favorite part of Joseph is when Benjamin comes and he gets to see the brother of the same father and same mm-hmm. mother. And Joseph just weeps and weeps. To see his family and to know that all that he went through was worth it because he has the food that will you know, keep his families safe and preserve their life.
1: There's no telling how that story would have went had he gave in to bro. Potiphar's wife. If it it was, say. yes. You know, there's no,
0: no telling how it would have went. Doing the right thing, integrity, having character in the moment leaves them one day l- later saying, Don't worry about it, family. I know you did mm-hmm. this, but what you meant for evil, God, turn around yeah. for our good, and I have good news. You will not starve. Oh, yeah. God's already made a way. He's already made a way. Already made a way. Yeah. So let me tell you, just to close with this, how God brought this home. On Saturday night, I begin to see, as I in my last 25, 26 years, I told you I saw God initially. I was so afraid of tomorrow because I was wondering how, I know I'm saved, but but what about this God? He saved me from hell, but what is he taking me to? Yeah. You know, does he show up every day? I was very young. I wasn't raised in the church like you. And so I was very naive. But over the last 25, 26, 27 years, I realized he is a good, good father. Yes, he, and he guides me and he leads me. So Saturday night, I, I took my youngest boy. We went hunting um, deep in Society Hill on the Petey River. And when we were getting out at dark and when we were getting out, Brother Russell, I saw fear. <laughs> I saw fear come all over him. For the first time, this was only the second time he's ever went, and I saw fear, and he said, Daddy, it's dark. And I said, yes, and I said, but well, we'll be all right. He said, well, let me hold the flashlight. I said, no, son. I've got to hold the flashlight so I, so I can see where we're going. You just have to trust me. Yeah. So we got down, and, and, and he was afraid. I could see it all over him. And all of a sudden, he went to come to my side. And I told him, I said, Ashton, what you don't realize I, I see the light. I know where to walk to. And as long as we stay in the light, we're okay. But Ashton over to my right is dark. Yeah. And what I was afraid of really was snakes. Yeah. I didn't want anything to harm him or bite him. Oh yeah. And so he thought by being on my side he was safe. But really, he didn't need to be by my side. He needed to put his hand on my back. That's good. And I told him, I said, Ashton, I said, wherever I step, you step. I said, trust me. When I step, You step. And I said, son, I promise you nothing will harm you. As long as you step where I step, you're going to be fine. And he put his hand on my back. And he grabbed a hold of me and he trusted me, Brother Russell. And on Sunday morning as I was praying for the service about the sovereignty of God and the placement of Mordecai, how God was guiding and placing and guiding and placing, I felt the Holy Spirit saying to me, step where I step. Yeah, that's good. Step where. Where I step, and so no matter what we're going through in a church or personally, if we will step where He steps, step and realize right. we serve a good, good Father who guides us and leads us, and tells us, "Just follow Me. Take up your cross and follow Me." Right? Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Oh man, I so, and I, man, we wept as as a family, and I saw the church when I shared that story on Sunday. That's what God's doing here in the Book of Esther. A great story, yeah. and, it's,
1: and it's a great analogy
0: as well. You know how God does it, man. (laughs) That was one of those ones that uh, it played out in the natural, but God was already working in the supernatural. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, if you're listening, I just want to tell you, thank you for joining with us. But I want to remind you, step where he steps. Follow God. Don't lean to your own understanding and think, if I do this, if I call them, if I manipulate that, those are works of the flesh. Trust the hand of God. Trust the hand of God and realize there's safety safety in that, that God is guiding you and leading you and you're important. You're important to the kingdom. And I promise you, you'll see God on display. Amen? Amen. Next week, we're going to talk about the favor of God. Yes, I have a friend named Chris Kilgore that's going to join with us. He pastors in Spartanburg. He is my favorite theologian. It's going to be good next week as well. I also want to say, Brother Russell, you did outstanding. I, I want to hear you speak more at our church, and in the future, I think you need to speak more. You have a voice. You have a word inside of you. you God's doing something in you. And so we're going we're to hear more from you, not just singing and leading, but also preaching and teaching. Sound good? Yes, sir. You ready? I am. <laughs> Get ready. It's going to be good. Thank you for joining with us on our Because of Jesus podcast. We'll see you next week. Please like and share and subscribe to our YouTube page. God bless you. We'll see you next time.
1: See you next time.